0: This is The Bridge Podcast, a sermon discussion with Nate and Brooke. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to The Bridge Podcast. This is Nate.
1: And I'm Brooke. And today, we really didn't have, we kind of discussed, there wasn't a lot going on in our lives with th- this week. I mean, we were busy. Busy. But obviously nothing probably gleaming to bring to the whole Yeah, you uh, guys
0: don't want to hear about our busy lives. <laughs> no, uh,
1: no, along with everybody else. Um, so I thought this would be a great opportunity to you know, to just give a shout out to our worship band and um, what they are doing in our congregation and how, again, just listening to them every Sunday, it just brings me so much joy and energy and it gets me inspired for the week. And really, I just think it's an opportunity to share with others that we are on Spotify, that they are um, able to be downloaded on by Spotify on Spotify um, to be able to play for it any time throughout your week. So anytime you're needing that moment or the pump up or you know, some inspirational music, I just think it's a great time to just give them a shout out. And then secondly, I would say, you know, today was amazing. We had Tristan as our um, lead pastor, I guess you would call from the pulpit today. um, but we are so fortunate to have some great pastors in our church. And I think again, it's very easy for us to overlook that because, we just are so used to having great pastors. Um, they are busy. They do a lot of great things. But with Chad um, switching out today and Tristan taking over, that opportunity for him to share um, his words today and his message was a great opportunity. So I yeah that I'd share
0: that. Yeah, no, it's, it's, we're, we're blessed to have the leadership that we do here and, and to get to hear, um, Tristan's message this morning was was uh, very informative, and I and I appreciate it. So we're going to jump right into that. Uh, to keep keep the train moving here. So um, so I'm going to start with the first point that he talked about. The title of the message is "Are You Listening?" and obviously the idea behind that, the thought behind that was, "Are you listening to God?" and and I know sometimes we can get a little bit frustrated, and you know just kind of wonder, you know, God, why can't I hear you? What am I missing? And so. Um, Tristan immediately pointed us to Psalm 19, one through six, and it really just talks about God speaking to us through through creation and how we might be able to hear God more clearly. And I one of the things that I I took away from this kind of at the a summary level is nature reveals this truths to us about God who creed. And I think there's a lot to learn through creation and nature about God, God's purpose, and and ultimately his, his grace. And um one of the things that that I believe Tristan mentioned that i that I often do is try to connect to God through nature. Um I'm somebody who really much enjoys being outside. I'm somebody who likes to take walks oftentimes by myself or hikes or whatever it may be just to just to ponder and to think and and creation helps point me to that in a way that that maybe some things can't or don't, at least for me personally. and so, um, I think it's, it's, it's great to uh, see some of those connections. And so some of the things that that uh, Tristan talked about, um, you know, God uses nature to build people's faith. And he talked about Abram and uh, obviously Abram and Sarah, I believe, right? Um, Abram and Sarah, um, you know, they were longing for a child and, uh, you know, way past childbearing bearing years. And ultimately, God blessed them with a the child and obviously through his, his nature. And so um, I, I think as I as I think about the expanses of heaven and earth and, and, you know, being under a night sky and looking at the stars and realizing just the magnitude of, of God's creation, this idea that if, you know, if God can do that, don't I think he can move in my life? And so... Um, I would encourage those who, who maybe are similar to me, who connect through creation, you know, take time to, to ponder creation, take time to understand and appreciate the magnitude. Uh, the last last thought on that, and then Brooke, I'll turn it over to you for a little bit. But the the song "So Will I," and I, I forget I forget who actually is an yeah. song or who I should probably yeah. should probably know the answer to that. But yeah, the song talks about. Um, you know, basically how God uses creation. And one of the lines in it is, you know, if the stars were made to worship, so will I. If the mountains bow in reverence, well, so will I. And it goes on and on. And i do not sure if many of you have heard the song, mm-hmm. but that's a song that often kind of reminds me of, of the expanse of God's creation. And if creation was made to worship God, so will I.
1: Amen. Yeah, that's a great, and it is a great song. And it's, it definitely leads you to the importance and just again, that day after day. Tristan mentioned today, day after day and night after night, the earth is preaching a sermon. And I just thought that was so amazing because I'm it is true. When we walk out into nature, sometimes we take it for granted. A lot of times, right? We yep. take it for granted. But when in those moments that you really do dive into it and think about, oh my gosh, this is this has all been created because of you for us. Um and just again that sermon of oh yeah the earth is constantly giving us these gifts and grace and we take totally take it for granted and don't listen right <laughs> so the whole well, point of today is are you listening and we sometimes don't
0: I, I hadn't I hadn't planned to share this but the way you were talking made me think of it um, you, you hear um, it, it's an old story and it, it's the idea of this uh, gentleman who got caught in a rainstorm and the floodwaters raised he was at his house uh-huh. and. And he's up on his roof and he, he prays to God and he says, you know, God, rescue me before the floodwaters overtake me. And so a little bit later, a canoe comes by and he's like, no thanks. God's, you know, God's going to rescue me. And then a little bit later, a speedboat comes by or a pontoon boat or whatever larger boat comes by. And he says, no, I'm good. You know, God, God's going to save me. And then finally a helicopter and, and ultimately the, the guy perishes in the flood. And he uh, gets up to heaven and he says, God, I thought you were gonna save me. He's like, Yeah, I did. I sent a I sent two boats <laughs> and a helicopter. Yeah. You know, what more do you want? And so I think sometimes we take it for granted that God is talking to us through yeah. nature and what more do we what more do we want? Um, what more do we need to hear? And so for me and, and I think for many of us, creation is is a wonderful way to hear from God.
1: Yeah, I love that. The second point that Tristan had was God's word declares God's glory. And so he really focused on the Bible and scripture and put up some great, um, you know, really good pictures for us to analyze and look at. And I just thought it was great. So, again, we will shout out the fact that you need to go on our uh, website and watch the sermon because it just gives you, again, a, a different perspective on what he's kind of speaking about and what I'll be speaking about here in a second. But I also like the fact that he pointed out he himself struggles with reading scripture and understanding it. And I think sometimes we think we're alone on that island. Like, um, why is everybody else understanding this? And I'm? it's not speaking to me. And about how you need to go to the Lord and say, this is just really not me. I'm not clear on this. I don't understand. And maybe some perspective would be given your way. But he does talk about sixty six or 64,000 cross-references. Um, so it's almost like the Bible is talking to itself, and he showed a diagram today that really depicts that. And I thought it was ingenious to have that. It really looked at all the books of the Bible and how many times um, verses are cross-referenced in other books and in thousands of years apart. And it just was amazing to me to see that evolution and that it, yes, it is consistently talking to itself. And what, who does that? Right? No author could predict. Right. And he even talks about there was 40 authors of the Bible over 1500 years on three different continents, three different languages. And what book could ever be written that is effective, right, or even readable with that in mind? And so he just portrayed that. And there's nothing else that points back to the glory of God and what all is it being accomplished except for in the bible and that's because god pointed out these 40 authors there's really only one author as he mentioned but he gave the words through those 40 authors and i just thought that was it was just amazing to me to think about how creation obviously is there where which he mentioned but god's glory is also in the scripture and that you need to know the scripture to be able to really talk about god to others and solidify your faith and so I, i thought that was great here, yeah
0: no I I thought it was I thought the the second point uh, again while Brooke's talking about that God's word declares God's glory um you know I he some of the the statistics that he had used to to kind of point us to the infallible truth of God um one I remember hearing somewhere along the line was you know there were kind of eight major prophecies around Jesus uh kind of primary prophecies and they talked about the probability of each of those prophecies being fulfilled and, and matching up with Scripture and just all the stuff that goes into the coordination of what yeah. God's Word is, because it, it was, you know, 40 different authors mm-hmm. being inspired by God. And and the stat was that um, for those eight prophecies to be fulfilled, it was 1 in 10 to the 17th power. Which means absolutely nothing yeah. to me, other than it's it's big data. But um, the the visual was if you took silver dollars and stacked them around the state of Texas, they would be two foot deep.
1: That's amazing.
0: And so amazing. the you know when you really think about it, you know the the infallible truth of the word of God. I know sometimes we're like, did you know? Is this really? Yeah. It, could this really happen? Like, well, you know, what are the chances? There were forty people involved. The Bible points to itself, mm-hmm. and, and along with creation, to to the infallible truth. And um, I was trying to kind of think a little bit about the ways that that the Bible does that, but obviously through documentation. So what we just talked about the authors. Obviously, we know about archaeological findings uh that that point to jesus and point to the bible of course we know eyewitness accounts that were were documented uh certainly the life of jesus i think Mm -hmm. you know pretty much every religion points to the to the life of jesus at some level they may not seem as the the son of god but they you know i think jesus is mentioned in a a lot of different um uh, religious references as well Mm -hmm. but the one that that really i think we should think about and focus on are just the lives that are changed the redeemed lives, and so sometimes we can get caught up in the the grandiose, which is important because it validates again the infallible Word of God. But at the heart of it, at its most basic form, it transforms lives. Yeah. and yeah. each of us as Christians have been transformed by the Word of God and by His mm-hmm. creation and by the life of Christ, and and uh, still very thankful for that.
1: Oh, Amen. Yeah, and sometimes it's just about how you interpret it that moment, right? I think it's great that sometimes, again, the Word of God, it's still the same. It's nothing changing. But every time I open my Bible and read that scripture, it can mean something different today. And so I just inspire people, even though you've read that book several times or read that scripture several times, today may be a different day. And God's going to speak to you differently today through that scripture. So are you really listening? Um, Yesterday, it may have said something different because you needed to hear that yesterday, right? So just, again, being cognizant of the fact that God is really sharing his glory through his word and his in His book.
0: Absolutely. So um, kind of in conclusion, so in, I guess the third point that will bring us to a conclusion is uh, the way Tristan kind of set this up. He said, you know, we're, we're going to look up through creation, down mm-hmm. through the word, mm-hmm. and then kind of internal to ourselves for how God's people declare God's glory in, in each of our lives. So Brooke, you want to talk a little bit about that one?
1: Yeah. So he just mentions knowing God's word obviously is one way that we can help declare God's glory. And so being showing God through our actions and being cognizant of how we see ourselves and how we portray Christ through our actions. Um, And I love how he talked a little bit about David and that he didn't think he could even please. Right. And I love if you haven't read Psalms, it is true that David really goes through (laughs) A lot of moments. He'll drink with Yes. So he's up and he's down and he's up and he's down. And he's doing a lot of the humanistic things that we do. One day he's like, yes, God, glory to you. It's amazing. And then the next day is, where are you, God? So it is really a great book to inspire you. And, oh, I'm not alone. And it's a lot of scripture that really comes back to the fact of, but in the end, declare his glory because he is there. He shared with us uh, Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. I, again, think that points back to our actions. As Christians, we should be prepared to point people to the direction of the Lord. And that means to point people in the direction of how to act, but also to the scripture that we talked about today and creation. Um, Go for a walk, as he mentioned today. Go for a walk be by yourself. Yeah. Um don't do it for exercise, which would be my f- my hang up. On <laughs> I'm, <like, laughs> I'm like, "What? I have to be fulfilling a goal. I don't have time to look that right. nature. I got to walk right up." Yeah. Um but fulfilling a goal of really taking in what his creation looks like and and listening. And I think we get caught up in the everyday you know goals of our yeah. lives and not really are focused on the listening of that. So,
0: well, it's interesting we even kind of started this podcast today by saying there's there's really nothing to, to kind of talk about in our lives because it was just another busy week, right? Yeah, and I th- that's true. I think that's that's kind of a a, a condemning statement yeah. right there, which yeah. is you can just get so busy with the business of life that that you miss the big things. So, I would say I would say kind of in summary, uh, from my perspective anyway, the, the you know this idea that creation points to a creator, mm-hmm. uh, scripture points to a creator, mm-hmm. and therefore our lives. Should point to a creator. Right. That's great. That's great.
1: So the, the one thing that we'll just kind of end with uh, for this podcast is I I wanted to get some insight. I was thinking about so how would you say to the person who's feeling overwhelmed, feeling discouraged when it comes to their walk with God? Because I know there will be people listening to the podcast that are maybe not feeling real great uh, or encouraged today um, when they listen, or even when they're listening to the sermon. So what are some ways that you, as a Christian, would say to someone feeling overwhelmed, what could we do to help them on their walk with God?
0: Yeah, well, I think lots of times, and I'll just point back to my own life, but lots of times that I'm feeling overwhelmed, it's really focused on something that's that's temporary okay. in my life. It, it's certainly temporary in the light of eternity. And I think sometimes we can get, um, and I, and again, you know, I know people are going through some very difficult things, cancer diagnoses, other things, and I'm not at all trying to minimize those because I've been those and they've been through those kinds of things and they can be very paralyzing, all-consuming, wondering where God is. So i not trying to minimize that situation at all. But I think one of the things that today's message challenged me anyway was to think about, okay, look up. Look, look to something bigger, greater. And in the light of eternity and the fact that we know who wins and the fact that we know we get to spend eternity with with our with our Savior, um, sometimes can make that moment feel a little bit smaller. Okay. And I guess I would say if you're if you're discouraged, um, really try to see that that bigger picture. Find the purpose in your life, find the purpose in your creation. Find the purpose in the word of God that allows you to say, this really stinks, yep. not trying yep. to minimize yep. it, this yep. this really stinks, and I wish that God would take it away. But in the end, mm-hmm. I know he's in control. In the end, I know that I win. And, you know, a little cheesy, but this too shall pass.
1: Yeah, yeah, love that. And I think those are all applicable for sure. I, I would also say uh, prayer, you know, obviously, scripture, prayer, the, I know those are kind of the Bible school answers. Yep. But it really does help, I think, to again, focus back on the word of God and that time and prayer and being diligent and persistent, like we we talked about last week, um, with those prayers for God, but also seek out. I think Tristan mentioned it today. Seek out those Christian relationships to help you and to really build a faith around you. I think is so important. And here at the Bridge, we really do believe in that. I think we formulate family dynamic here, and so don't be afraid or hesitant to reach out to somebody who can absolutely pray or point you in the right direction or. Explain that scripture that you're really having a hard time with. Um, I think that's really what we're here for. And and to continue to build the body of Christ is so important. So with that, I would also have you guys and kind of plead with you to share our podcast with others. Um, really just send the link to someone. To, maybe they need to hear it today. And so I just would um, appeal to you to say to continue to let others hear us and maybe, again, give us feedback on what you'd like to hear about the podcast. I would love to hear your insights on you know, where you would like the podcast to go, because we're very open to that. But hopefully others will gain some information from it and be able to apply it to their lives as well.
0: Yeah. No, we we definitely want the podcast to be useful and meaningful and and obviously welcome any feedback. Um, you know, we we get together to kind of share our thoughts. I know you probably have thoughts as well. Would love to hear your thoughts. Either post it on um, probably Facebook, I'm yeah. guessing, through through where the the podcast is posted or uh, many of you, most of you have ways to get a little brick or eye and we'd love to hear that feedback too. So thank you very much for joining us and
1: thank you. God bless we love you.